Something I have come to learn and value very much are the connections that are created in my life, giving me the opportunities to learn and grow and become a better version of myself. What I hope for you is that you leave here today feeling charged, empowered, and a little more connected. I'm Corey Green, and this is The Corey Podcast. On my deployment, I learned many things and experienced a great deal. I was blessed to work alongside individuals from Nepal, India, and Bangladesh, just to name a few. And the connection and energy that formed among us was beautiful. It was loving. It was peace and clarity. The individuals were the ones that they built our structures and they cleaned our buildings and prepared our food and so much more. And they were just so grateful to have been given the opportunity to work on the base. They simply wanted what all of us really wanted, and that is to be a part of the mission, to know that they matter, and to know that their selfless service was appreciated. And I made it my purpose to be that intentional, honest, loving, and astounding yes in their life. I wanted them to know that they are a part of this mission. They do matter and that their selfless service is greatly appreciated. I understand that I can practice love with anybody by being intentional with the way I treat them, respond to them, think of them. I can practice love by extending grace. The knowing that I can practice love with anyone, anything, in every aspect of my life makes me feel really warm inside. And it starts with me by simply being intentional. One way I practice love is being with another person as one soul to another. I try not to be only with their physical, but with their soul. To understand that there is a vibration and a purpose here in front of me right now. A story and a journey being made. I see them and I am in awe. To be with another soul. To me, that opens this big box of emotions and I feel deeply connected to the moment, to them, and to this purpose that lives in us all. And that is to form connections because we are relational beings. Acknowledging your soul, I say, you are my brother, you are my sister, (laughs) and we are a family. We come from the same source of energy. And I feel it is within me to embrace and clothe you in love, smiles, laughter, affirmations, conversations. It truly is a beautiful fix of the mind to be able to see myself in others. Because is it a version of me that came from the source of energy in which we all came from? And it is through that understanding that I start being with, not looking, but being with others. I definitely think practicing love for me right now looks like self-love and being very intentional with what I think and say about myself to the point where I ensure I'm only really putting out positive thoughts and not really harping on negative or 
I should say, bad emotions. And I think practicing love for other people is allowing them the space to be them without expectations of what we think that they should be. Because I think where people tend to buck up in relationships, regardless to if it's a friendship or if it's a romantic relationship, is that they put expectations on people and don't allow that person to be authentically them. So they're loving the idea of someone. They're not actually loving the person as they see them as they are, right? They're loving them as they see them instead of the person that they actually are. So then they look around and they're like, I don't know who you are, but you just pretty much ignored who the person was and made them some character of what you wanted them to be. So I think authentically loving someone is allowing them to definitely just live in their being and learning how to love the person as they are. When we look at practicing love, to me, it can be done to an individual or any living thing. And when I say any living thing, that could be a plant or it could be also a pet. And when you're displaying this love, it should be done from an authentic place. It should be true and it should be real. So there are different factors or characteristics that would come into play. And we could also classify them as traits as well. So trust is very important when we're practicing love. Kindness as well. Patience is very vital. Uh, we could also add loyalty and gratitude. And just to add in this very important one, selflessness. Practicing love requires a recognition of the first universal principle, which is oneness. So recognizing that all things, all people, no matter what they do or don't do, no matter who they are, where they are, what job they have, whether you know them or not, that all people like rivers and trees and bugs and clouds and planets are all connected and a part of the same divine thing. It is all spirit. It is all energy. Therefore, everything is connected. What does practicing love look like? Well, there's so many different types of love. It depends if we're talking about self-love or giving love to others. Self-love is being okay with yourself completely, not looking outside of yourself for validation, attention. And just fully being comfortable with yourself no matter who goes and who stays. Practicing love as in giving it to others is more like being considerate, being kind, thinking of someone before you do anything. You can almost say the same thing about self-love, thinking of yourself before you do anything. How would, would I, what is what I'm about to do going to make myself proud? Is what I'm about to do going to make 
the ones that I love happy. It's about just making smart decisions and considering yourself, considering those around you. During my deployment, I went through a breakup. And it was through these moments that followed after that I was able to learn forgiveness. Forgiving felt loving. It felt honest. It felt like a balancing of energy. I see you. I was with you. I loved with you. I got upset with you. I cried with you and laughed with you. I experienced with you, and life happened, unfolded, and flowed through us. And now I must forgive you. Because we happened, I can't live as if I never met with you. I cherish and honor our moments. I release that part that keeps me experiencing. I no longer need to devote large amounts of energy to our moments. I understand through multi-directional lens. And oh, I am filled with this feeling of gratitude and love and wisdom. I now forgive it back to the energy source in which it came from. But it came to me out of ignorance and the absence of love and reverence. I send it back with nurture, peace, reverence, full understanding, and love. Because love is letting go. I am not upset. I have forgiven the moment, the energy, the physical locations, the smells, the weather, the music that played. I forgive you, the person. When I forgave, I moved onward in authentic peace. I did not hold on to something. <laughs> I forgave you. Wow. What is forgiveness? Forgiveness is letting yourself let things go. Whether it was done to you, whether you've done something to yourself that was considered unforgivable, unforgivable by yourself or by others, it's just letting it go, not letting it control your thoughts, your actions, how you move, learning from it. That's what forgiveness is. I would say forgiveness is the ability to let go of any hurt or pain a person has ever caused you.
Forgiveness, meaning to give forth, is when you make the decision, child, that no longer will you allow what someone has done to you, what a situation has done to you, weigh you down and interrupt your peace. It is when you decide that you are going to give everything that that situation has given to you, you're going to give that back to them. Give that back to the person. It is when you decide that the pain is not something that belongs to you and it is not going to be something that affects you. Okay, so forgiveness for me, honestly, is just a level tier of putting people's actions in accordance to how much hurt that they caused, right? So me forgiving someone looks different for every situation. Sometimes forgiveness might be able to be a thing, and other times I might be able to say that you did what you did and it is what it is but honestly I don't think I ever forgive those people I think more so it's just I understand what kind of person you are and I get to navigate living life without you and I don't give you power to control my emotions but I also don't give you space in my life anymore so I think forgiveness is a definitely a complex issue um but in regards to it just being like this overall thing of forgive don't forget I don't particularly subscribe to that I definitely think that I use a more detailed system of looking at what the person did to me to kind of guide me in what sense I'm gonna go from where they stand in my life so not everyone has the luxury of being I guess forgiven but also, I don't really believe in just one idea of forgiveness. On my deployment, and this went for everybody here, it was essential for people to create peace from a source that was internal. Depending on an external source is to depend on something that is variable. A source that is variable for me opens the door for an inconsistent source of peace, roller coaster of emotions due to my dependency on non-controlled external factors. On my deployment, my non-controlled external factors was my want to be back in the States. It was my boyfriend. It was the events that was planned after my deployment, or it was me holding on to things before I left the country. Nothing about my source of peace came from the, the place where God needed me. It did not come from within me, and I slipped into a depressive state. 
When I began cultivating peace from where I was, from within myself, life just felt clear. It felt manageable and something I could practice love with. I love life. I enjoy it. I keep my peace internal by doing things that I enjoy with myself. I worked on my podcast and other projects. I read books. I watched movies. I went to Starbucks and wrote. I guess you can say I dated myself. <laughs> Everything was intentional and wanted. And it created an abundance of peace and clarity. I think authentic peace is definitely something that you get when you go back to the childhood version of you, right? When you go back to the innocence of you, being able to just be authentically you and do what you makes you extremely happy and not worry about the external factors of what society and the world say about what you're doing, but mainly focus on what brings you happiness. And once you find those sources of happiness, I think you can find peace. Because I think peace derives from you authentically living in a space where you get to be you without any judgment from any external or internal factors. When we look at authentic peace, I believe it is when you're able to live in a place of comfort and also quietness, uh, where there is no worrying, uh, there's no stress or anything that would negatively impact or affect your individual peace and comfort. Peace is free from any disturbance. Peace is being able to move about unaffected by what someone does or doesn't do. Peace is recognizing that all is well and being able to say that and to mean that. That's peace to me. What is authentic peace? I associate authentic peace with the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Authentic peace is being comfortable in being because life is just going to happen regardless. Like 
you can't control what happens to you. It's gonna be good things, it's gonna be bad things, but it's most of the time it's about how you react to what happens to you. So I, authentic peace is being okay with whatever happens to you at any given moment. This has been the Corey Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram for updates at Corey F. Green. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Thank you for listening.